Welcome to Pros and Cons, a show about a variety of topics. I'm Jack. And I'm Kev. Let's talk about architecture. Let me put my glasses on for this one. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think of when you hear that word or idea? City. Simple. (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah. I mean, obviously, like, structure, um, cityscapes. I mean, we grew up New York City, the mecca of architecture, right? That's what every architect says. (laughs) <laughs> not really and then yeah second to that i guess that no one a, a word is just like makes you feel like you're not smart enough for it yeah that's how i feel about it that and like engineer is like oh yeah these architects and engineers yeah that's the future of the world and that's how my brain works yeah i definitely think it can be intimidating in general and even just to talk about as an episode topic we have limited knowledge on it even though i like architecture in theory like interesting buildings and all that you know i couldn't really tell you all that much about what all the different styles mean or look like or even things like modern and postmodernism it's like yeah those are kind of vague ideas and i always thought that was weird even in art in general too where modern supposed to mean right now but then has this very defined set of when it was like a movement but anyway kind of a sidetrack it's definitely something that's more intimidating than other mediums in general just to sink your teeth in yeah but like it's all around us like it's everywhere we go so it's incorporated into the world we kind of see it and even if we don't understand all the aspects of it it's still around us yeah that's like the tricky part with it like we're literally surrounded by architecture even i don't know when you go to fucking ikea that's architect like anything is right and surrounded by it so much that we should know a lot more about it but yet even when we talk about it it's one of those things where like we're most likely wrong since we don't (laughs) go to school for it we're not really into it like that just like in a general sense and all of us really probably enjoy architecture in a way when it comes to like its looks and visuals but truly probably don't know much about it yeah but yeah it's so strange and it's almost like a completely different world that if you're not really in it then do you actually know what it is but that's one of the like fascinating parts about it yeah i mean even just to go in terms of those styles in general i would say my understanding of loosely modern ideas is kind of a clean minimal sleek look overall but it dates back but then you also have some of that carrying over to modern day so yeah it's weird with my parents they used to like watching hgtv like the house channels and shit like that and they talk Mm -hmm. about architecture and houses and they'd be like oh yeah this modern design but then they'd be like yeah it was really popular in the 60s and i'd be like wait modern like again (laughs) like it's so fucking weird like is it modern is it current right and you have some like art deco which have a very distinct look and those are easier to identify but even if you tell me like gothic victorian baroque i don't know they're all kind of the same to me i just think of them as like old styles and right (laughs) at least right now couldn't tell you the difference so it's not like other things where it's super easy to point out oh this is that this is this unless you have like a really deep understanding of it And honestly, it's just not that interesting to learn it at that level where 
I like visually how certain buildings look, but I'm not as interested in the stuff surrounding it as much. Same. I mean, obviously, I think we've mentioned before, like, we like photography, video, and all that stuff. So we like how things look, obviously, just in terms of shooting it, seeing it around or whatever. But, yeah, like, learning about it that deep, I'm kind of, I'm out the window. Like, I don't, <laughs> I'm out, cut me out. I don't need to know all that stuff. I go super general, like, I keep it simple. I feel like I go by location. Like that beachy architecture, you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) And I'm sure that has a name and like, you know, like a very specific style or something like that. But it's just, you know, that beach vibes. Mm -hmm. I like that. Or, you know, like the cabin vibes, you know, the woods. Right. Like you just go by like the location. And (laughs) the funny shit is like, I think you know exactly what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I would know what you mean, whatever it is. But that's like a funny way to put it. Yeah, and even on a smaller level in terms of just the style of houses, let's say, in L.A. versus in New York. And I'm not even talking about in the city, even if you go to more suburban areas and stuff. Totally different styles. And I remember that being one thing that I thought was different and interesting. And in a way where you don't even know if you like it at first because it feels off from what you're used to. And at least for, for that example, they grew on me more in LA like the style of houses there and even the apartment complexes and stuff are obviously different than apartment buildings in New York as well but it's interesting just going across different parts of the country or even the world and some areas have super distinct styles like Amsterdam they all have that same kind of look to the buildings and the style there Italy with the different roofs and different things as well i know a bunch of these places even sometimes have certain laws and regulations where it has to match so that it stays consistent and you can't just build like you know a modernist quote-unquote thing in the middle of a little italian village you know so it's interesting seeing how that can even just play into the location when it has that consistency but then you also have some places where you'll go down a block and I don't know, San Francisco or something maybe, and you'll see like five different types of houses all together. So it's not necessarily that one's better than the other. When it's unified, it can have more of a cohesive feel like in Amsterdam, but they both can work. It all depends. Yeah, I guess on the location and all that, because I think I could like both types. Uh, Like you said, we're lucky to be in the U.S. where I feel like even just within California, I feel like you could go to different locations and see so many different styles of houses. Old school ones, the beachy ones, modern, cabin-like. I've heard, I don't know why, I, I like heard people saying this, like the Spanish style in the Northeast, just because of when my parents were looking for houses, there's the colonial style houses, which is like the more traditional, I don't know, whatever you see on scary movies, because they're usually all like in the Northeast <laughs> somehow. Uh, but you have those in California too. And I don't know if you see that often, like, in other countries. Like, I'm sure there's different styles, but they're all probably within similar architectural styles. I haven't traveled that much yet. But yeah, so that's one of the things that's kind of interesting. And I think it's cool when you go through a neighborhood and every house looks kind of different. Like, oh, there's the Tony Stark house here. And then (laughs) this is the, you know, like, super cool, modern, like, technology, full... And then this one's just like a big ass house, but it's just like a regular, again, like, I don't know, fucking a regular house. And you go down and like every house has like its own little character. I find that pretty dope. 
but it's also cool like you said when you see like the i've never been to amsterdam but i know what you're talking about like i've seen the photos or pictures and it's like there's other places where you see that too or i think where's that place like in greece where they have like the all white town the blue. or some shit yeah. with the blue and like it's almost like the color like yeah they only right. had white and blue paint when <laughs> yeah. they decided to make these and it looks fucking beautiful i guess i would prefer like if i had to choose i'd like seeing the differences just because we all want to be unique somehow some way i guess that's also looking at it overall but also in terms of buildings playing a big role in a city and the identity with architecture sometimes is with monuments like the empire state building or eiffel tower or big ben or the space needle in seattle like these are significant buildings that are even themselves like tourist attractions and i think that's interesting too in terms of it being this kind of i don't know like visual trademark of the city and something that you just picture and it represents the whole city that is true every city somehow some way could make you want to visit because of its architecture even though yeah. you're not a fucking architect you know what i mean like, <laughs> again it kind of goes back to that like oh why do we like it so much it's kind of weird but it's, it's that beauty it's that thing we can't explain but every i guess all the major cities have like that one or two buildings like you just mentioned obviously like the empire state building i don't see it i know i know it's iconic but it's kind of like it's kind of basic yeah yeah it's not as interesting as some of the others yeah like what was the saudi arabia one the the burj khalifa or some shit Mm -hmm. yeah insane building fucking tall as shit or even the because you mentioned big ben the shard that's like in london right yeah that's in london also pretty fire building low-key like every place you may want to visit or like i'll say the average person would want to visit and the touristy thing to do is literally to go literally see architecture what is it like the sydney opera mm-hmm. house that building yeah. like never been but i've seen that shit thousands of times and photos yeah. videos movies shows documentaries greek coliseums the pyramids in egypt like all that yo <laughs> let's not even get into conspiracies <laughs> <with> architecture <laughs> again we're not in that world that could be making the shit up but i feel like i've heard that like people believe that we had even better architecture like back in the day obviously like thousands of years ago when they were building like the pyramids and shit like that so much so that again it's a conspiracy and people say that it's not even humans that made it and shit like that which is again super fascinating i'm sure it was humans it was just some fucking way they did it but yeah i mean it is interesting how much old architecture still has held up all this time and has maintained just literally standing and keeping as it is but there's almost more of an appreciation for the old than the new in architecture, it feels, at least from the outside looking in. And even with churches in Europe, that's a huge thing of they put so much time and effort into building these crazy structures and even painting the ceilings and all this stuff. And they've still held up and it's kind of a crazy lesson in if you really take the time and care to make something good and solid, then it can potentially last the course of time. And you could even compare that to other things nowadays with maybe cars or cameras, different stuff where when it's made cheaper, just because that's possible, you don't have them last as long over time. Sometimes that's also by design because 
companies want you to keep buying new stuff, but just broadly speaking, architecture definitely feels older leaning for the most part, but not necessarily in a bad way either. I think I lean more towards the modern, like the new, because the newer building structures, whatever it is, they tend to be more like abstract. It's more appealing to me where like, I feel like a lot of the attraction for the old stuff is literally that it's old. It's not necessarily that it's prettier, that it's bigger, none of that. It's literally that it's old, which is fine. Again, like you said, that is special in a way just because it's almost like they took so much time to do it that it's borderline perfection. And I'm not shitting on it. I'm not putting it down. However, if I had to choose, yeah, I think I'd go towards the more modern projects for sure. Mm -hmm. But do you have like, maybe it's one that you've seen or maybe one that you'd like to see. Do you have like a favorite I don't know what to call it, piece of architecture, favorite building, favorite something that it's like every time you see it, you're like, yo, like I could stare at this thing. Or again, maybe you haven't seen it and you're like, yo, like I'm I'm ready to fly to whatever to go see that shit. Like, do you have that or not? I think I know. I would say my favorite building, both in New York and maybe in general, is the Guggenheim. I was going to guess that. <laughs> I mean, we've probably talked about it before, but I was going to guess that. For people who don't know, it's in New York, right across from one part of Central Park, not too far from the Met also. And it has this kind of circular dome type aspect to it. But I also like how that reflects on the inside in terms of when you're viewing the art, you basically go in this circle, looping up around the edges of it on the sides. And then in the middle, it's just completely open. So it has an interesting look to it, to me. Designed also by Frank Lloyd Wright, the legend, one of the few architects I know by name. And I like his work in general. He also did the Falling Water House, which people probably know just by the visual of it. Never been there, be interesting to go. I wouldn't say otherwise I have like a set building I want to see somewhere specifically at the moment. I'm sure there's other great ones out there, but yeah, I wouldn't say I have one specifically. For me, it has to be Fifth Avenue Apple Store. No, I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine? I mean, don't get me wrong, yo. Apple stores, maybe we should have talked about this. They go crazy with their buildings, especially in New York. Other stores, it feels like they're married to the architecture. Like they blend architecture with Apple stores and it looks pretty dope. No, yeah, it's true. I would say Apple takes architecture maybe the most seriously of any retail company. Yeah. And they definitely have been and still are ahead of the curve on that way, in my opinion. Whether it's the actual store itself, like you mentioned the Fifth Ave one being like a cube and they recently renovated the downstairs and stuff. But also all the interiors, which is kind of separate, but it just it all feels cohesive in the structure in general. I don't think any other store or company or whatever is competing with them in that way. Like there's no one else that even comes to mind of, oh, they have a unique approach in that same sense. I don't think so. Again, we could be wrong, but it's funny. Like I said that as a joke and then I quickly realized like, no, like they actually kill it every <laughs> fucking time. And it's crazy how they're able to create like super unique like they're all different at least all the stores i've been to unless it's like a mall one that doesn't count more like the yeah. city ones all different all unique yet all familiar 
they figured that out. And I don't think any other company is going to put that much time and effort to making their stores unique and cool. And again, architecture like A1. Unless maybe it's yeah. like high-end fashion stores, maybe. Like I could see Louis Vuitton. That's like the only way that's possible. But I don't think they do every store like that. So yeah. Well, even Virgil with the off-white stores tried to do a similar thing too. But let's get into him in a little bit because there's something else there too but was that your answer then for apple stores being your favorite building <laughs> yeah like for real i feel like that's almost a cop-out because again there's so many of the stories and I'll, i like all of them so it's not just one structure but i would also say guggenheim i probably put it like on my five top five for sure um i don't even know if this building has a name you'll know what i'm talking about the building like by the high line it's like a glass building that has like a weird ass shape yeah yeah it's yeah. not like square it's not round but it has like waves of it and it has like the kind of gradient windows and yeah stuff. yeah 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 i think it's like an apartment but like people live there which is crazy no it's like an office building. oh it's an office building that would that's way better oh yeah so that's the iac building by frank gary who's another great architect too always was amazed at that building like love the look of it yeah yeah also probably put it on like my top five favorite buildings and the funny shit is there's plenty other structures that are probably way cooler looking but i remember when we used to go like around the city walk around take photos chill and shit like i'd always love that i'd always snap like a quick like pop my phone out like low-key boom take a photo because i really liked it so i'd say that building always sticks out but I've also always wanted to see, and the funny shit is, I don't even know if this actually exists. I feel like all the photos I've seen are like renderings of it, but I'm like fascinated at like, you ever seen like the organic, like a tree building, which is like a building and there's like the plants that come out of it, like as part of the structure. I think they have them like in fucking Singapore or like somewhere overseas. Always found that shit so beautiful. It's like this modern structure with like nature i feel like it looks so cool to just look at it'd be so cool to live in it feels like it should be the future it's one of those where like there's so many things mixed in the idea and like how it looks again i've never seen one in person but i'd like love to see one live in one take photos of one yeah so i feel like i have an idea of what you're talking about but not a hundred percent sure I would like try to send a picture. But if it's what I'm thinking of, then yeah, that's dope. It's like this. I found one. Oh yeah, I see what you're talking about with the plants in between. Yeah, I was thinking a slightly different one where it's more like in between the apartments or in kind of increments. But yeah, these are crazy. Bro, like, I feel like one of the first times I saw it was probably like Tumblr. <laughs> mm. And I was like, holy fuck, that looks like wow why is that not a thing everywhere looks like it'd be hard to maintain but <laughs> i like the idea of it any major cons that jump to mind yes if you're a tourist listening you don't even have to be from new york maybe you visited new york and go around the city you go see the empire state you go see world trade center memorial anything and you've most likely walked over the brooklyn bridge no i'm not talking about the brooklyn bridge talking about the verizon building right next to the brooklyn <laughs> bridge do you know what i'm talking about yeah of course literally a fucking gray box right next <laughs> to like this beautiful what's that building 
it looks like a big ass castle i'm trying to remember yeah, it's like sure. right by the courts the newer skyline with the new one world trade center like buildings and then you have this just it's almost one of those buildings that was built like right in the wrong era like it's not old enough to have like that empire state building charm you know like that old school and it's also not the new like with glass it's almost like that like you know in fashion where like the early 2000s was like it's cringy when you go back yeah. to the style it's kind of like that like it just caught the wrong wave of architecture but that building is fucking awful major con yeah i would say for me it's those super tall skinny buildings at like the edges of central park uh, those just look awful i think those are newer too huh yeah and those are apartment buildings which i'm pretty sure i've seen stuff about like no one buys the apartments or also horror stories about the wind kind of swaying them <laughs> at the top and stuff so who knows what those but i would say in new york in general you see all the time like classic buildings getting knocked down and then just the ugliest ones being built in its place or sometimes they're just new but there's so much turnover in new york in that way which makes it what it is but sometimes it comes at a cost and i don't want to just talk shit about new york maybe i'll bring up a california southern california la type con as well not necessarily one specific but there's like this trend something i don't think it's gonna stop there's like a bunch of like apartment buildings being built but they're like these basic apartment building like three four stories high with the pool in the middle but it's one of those where like yo like la is such a dope city like create something cool even if it has those like quote-unquote beachy vibes like do something along that but not these are like again not an architect so i don't know what to call them but they're like almost modern but like basic and like cookie cutter and like there's like no charm to them other than that like classic buildings skylines i think la has this thing i, I don't know if i hate anything any of the classic structures really la also doesn't feel like it has tons of like standalone buildings that really jump out or are well known you have some downtown like the disney concert hall which is right next to the broad museum and stuff which those are both really interesting and even on another museum like the getty is also pretty cool in that way but you do have stuff like the cinerama dome which currently closed maybe it'll come back but i thought that was really cool as a movie theater that was probably my favorite building in la Things like that and the Guggenheim, I like when buildings kind of step out of that cookie cutter, just straight line, typical approach and have something different that changes it from both the outside and the inside. So I'd say I lean more towards that. But also even going back to architecture playing a role in different cities, to go through a couple of recent examples, for one, I went a few years ago to Barcelona and there this guy Gaudi is like a very famous architect that did a bunch of the buildings throughout the city like he did this big church La Sagrada Familia and this other one Casamila and all these different types of structures and he has a very unique style and you could tell just his fingerprints were all over the city in that way and just bringing a totally different approach to it. I don't know tons of unique architects in that way. I feel like they don't get the kind of spotlight that other types of 
artists do if you're going to call them artists. I mean, architecture is one of those things where I think it can be looked at as art, sometimes just practical, just functional, but it can have that too. So it kind of varies, but that definitely stood out there. I don't have the flex of going to Barcelona, but like I didn't know him by name, but I do recognize like a lot of these structures. I have family that have gone and they all took pictures like in front of some of these places. I also seen, I don't remember what, but I've seen a movie and I feel like a lot of it was shot like in some of his work, which is pretty dope. And yeah, this is some of the stuff I'm talking about. Like, yeah, now I want to go to Barcelona just because of the architecture right here. <laughs> Other things too, but the architecture would bring me there. And just to the point of you saying about like art being architecture, they're super like correlated. I feel like architects are almost like the genius artists, even though artists could be genius, no Kanye, but like if you don't chase art and you know, the paint and stuff like that, you go to architecture, but they almost have like a very similar brain, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I mean, I think with architecture and even just design in general too, but they're both fields that require you to not only think about the aesthetic or the artistic angle, but how it's going to function, how it's going to work in whatever way it's used. So I think when you combine those, it can have interesting results. And then the other one I was going to mention, I'm not sure which movie you're talking about that has the Gaudi buildings in it, but there was this other movie I had seen that came out in 2017 called Columbus that's set in this small town of Columbus, Indiana. And it's like a town known for its architecture. And I'd never heard about it before. So after I saw this movie, always wanted to go. Got to go just recently, finally. And it was interesting to see just kind of how it's set up. Because basically, like mid-1900s, there was this guy who wanted to just have the best architecture for the town. He was like the CEO of some company around there. And he basically like paid the architects fees for having them design different schools and buildings in the area. And it just became kind of this central location where all these different modern and other approaches were brought into anything from a bank to a gas station to whatever churches, libraries, all that. So it was interesting to see. And that guy himself also had this house, the Miller House commissioned, which you can do tours of and stuff. So, but just this idea of this random small town having this identity around architecture and having this kind of advanced and elevated view of wanting to have the most interesting or creatively designed buildings, I think is an interesting idea. That's pretty cool to see. I like looked up the Miller House as you were talking and like, fucking dig it it reminds me of like scenes of mad men just like the style colors the sunken in like living room and shit which is yeah that conversation pit yeah that shit is so fucking weird i don't even know whoever came up with that but it's kind of cool i like the idea they would have like scenes of shit like that in mad men it also just gives me like even though it isn't exactly like it, it just gives me like pulp fiction once upon a time in hollywood mm. type vibes is almost like tarantino would dig this you know or like do something with this which is pretty cool yeah just columbus indiana like in terms of the neighborhood and the other structures are pretty fucking insane like i didn't realize they had all these structures specifically 
the church looks insane just like its shape mm-hmm. yeah super pointy but like again looks modern and not your regular church is pretty insane well which one are you talking about because there's multiple. there's another one it's the north christian oh yeah the one that looks like a ufo yeah 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 it looks like fuck one of the star wars movies like one of the ships has this shape where it's like like a triangle but with like a pointy thing yeah it's really strange look it up it's the north christian church in columbus indiana it looks pretty insane and the republic newspaper building has that apple store vibe to it so you know i'm attracted (laughs) to it easy pro on that one but everything else looks pretty dope like it's insane that this shit's indiana i'm surprised this is over there no yeah no one would expect it. (laughs) it was pretty dope and with that they had different architects working on it including some well-known ones who these that i'm about to say like i knew vaguely by name i'm not like an expert or anything but i am pay who did the louvre in paris or Eero Saarinen, who also did that arch in St. Louis, you know, we're talking about monuments and stuff. They were both involved in these as well with different buildings and also I think the Miller House. But also going back again to the idea of well-known architects, we talked about Frank Lloyd Wright, brought up Frank Gehry. Besides those, you have like Zaha Hadid and stuff, but there's not a ton of well-known ones. And I feel like that also plays into it not being as approachable because other art mediums or whatnot, you have individuals who people know their style, know their work, etc. But it's still interesting how it influences people. Like someone who I think made it part of their work in an interesting way was Virgil Abloh, who we've talked about before, did a whole episode on him. And he studied architecture in school and got one of his degrees in that and said it was really helpful to just his way of thinking in general. And he saw it less of, you know, being an architect to make buildings and more of just how it impacts the way you think about creative ideas in general. He had even started these other things like clothing and so forth, kind of in place of architecture because he wanted to explore those ideas, but without being confined by structures and walls and stuff but more so in general but across the different projects that he was working on he said architecture was always a big factor in how he thought and came up with ideas so rip virgil pretty interesting because when you say that he studied architecture and like that was actually like almost like his introduction into his professional career and all that you can kind of see it just in terms of that yeah like the, the research everything that goes behind it It's not just like this one-sided, everything he does is like so well-rounded. Even before he passed, he like left, what was it, like a website with like instructions on how to do this or that and like the process of making a site or creating a brand and all that shit. And it's like, oh, like who's thinking like this ahead, like this full rounded thought that I feel like you can link to like architecture and like, it's not just about creating the building, it's about how are you going to maintain it? How is it going to be in the future? How are you going to remodel it? How is it going to be to, you know, all that stuff that sure other people can like think that way, but it was almost like part of his nature and like his thought process and like that background that he has. For sure. All right. So of course there's more aspects to it. We didn't touch on everything. Didn't even really talk about interior design, which I feel like is different than architecture. I feel like architecture is more the skeleton of it to me, but Overall, I'm drawn to architecture the most from 
that visual angle that we talked about. And like you said, we're both photographers and into film and stuff. So that's what brings me in the most and has kept me interested. Maybe in the future, there'll be something that gets me to go into it more. But if that were to happen, you need someone like a Virgil who can get you to access it in a different way or make you think about it differently because it's not the most inviting or or as part of the culture in the same way, even though the buildings are all around us. So I guess I'll go with like a light probe, probably. Could probably agree with your grade. I was in between neutral and like a light pro just because I feel like I don't do it justice enough by saying I like it just because I like the look of things. That's part of it. So because of that, I'll go like pro. Like you said, all visuals for me don't really care much about the the insight scoop on all the information, the history, all that. Some names will stick, like Gaudi and all that stuff, but Light Pro. That wraps it up for this episode of Pros and Cons. I'm Jack. You can find me at Jack Bloom Summer, Summer with an O on everything. And I'm Kev. You can find me at Same Old Kev pretty much everywhere. Shout out also to one of the true OGs we didn't mention, the Coliseum. Shout out Jay-Z with the blueprint. It's a true architect. (laughs)